Another episode of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. We got a very fun show lined up ahead for tonight. We have Revolution coming up this Sunday, and we give our predictions where records count and champions will be crowned. We'll also get to a little bit of Adam Cole news and updates, but first... Let's introduce the boys real quick. Let's go over to Glendale, someone who always keeps it regal. Steve Groveschmidt, how are you, Grabby? What you gonna do when the largest arms in the world run wild on you, brother? <laughs> 46 inch pythons. You don't wanna mess with them. 46? I think that's what he 20, used to say. 26, I think. Ah, yeah. Well, Dude, if there, time, if there were 46 times two. Inches. My God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's double up. It's 52. <laughs> Let's swing down to Bayview real quick and talk to my guy, Mr. Matt Michelson, someone who keeps it freshly squeezed. How are you, Matt? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just Austin. A, just a casual stone cold drop. Easy, but one, straight to the point. That you don't really get for a second because you're like, wait, what? What else is there? But no, that's it. Yeah. Happy to be here. If our friend Corey's listening, I know that oh he's going to piss God. off Steve to no end. Well, I just kept <laughs> trying to explain to him that, like, okay, that's like maybe funny in your head, but at an NXT event, it doesn't, <laughs> nobody else, nobody else is going to find that funny because these are like fans that don't do that shit. He <laughs> loves the what? Yeah, he does. And then wouldn't you know it? He like he he beat he just would go on and on about the what. And then what do I get in one of my slam crates? A stone cold shirt that says what? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> do you start wear proudly? No, I did. I got I think all told five or six of them. Uh, I remember. I think my wife got me enough for four, and then I or I forget what it was, but it was some number three. And then I had to complete the ring. Oh, you know, yeah. like the, so then uh i got a fourth one but then i screwed up and wound up getting a fifth one so but yeah it was those are fun i like them i got suckered into the same thing well actually i i got the first three boxes so i only have three quarters of the ring mm. i never got that fourth piece well i have a fifth piece so if you ever need it <laughs> is it a tna ring yeah it's just excited yeah Actually, if, if, if AEW did a uh, slam crate, I would uh, I would do that for a little bit just to get some yeah, merch. Totally. Who knows? I'd be into that. Let's stay down in Bayview. Talk to my guy. Oh my God! It's Charlie Michael. The b -b -b Bullet Club for life. <laughs> life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Done a little, throw a little BCs today, so I thought I'd uh, mix, throw a little, uh, little sound bite in there with my b -b bully club. 
Oh man, the production value on this show never ceases to. Yeah, yeah, it's high. It's high level, right off the phone over the computer speaker. I, don't know, I think Charlie and I are at odds because I just signed a deal with Los Ingobernables of. Uh, there, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't give it. Keep the kayfabe, Charlie. You had a guitar in your hand the whole time. And yeah. You <laughs> yeah. You didn't. You weren't holding up a phone. Feeling nostalgic for the original BC. Yeah. Elias is actually at Charlie's house standing off to the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, what's the guy's striker, whatever his racist name is? Uh, Riker? Riker. Riker, yeah. Striker. Jackson, the, Jackson the third Riker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that off the top of my head. I'm pretty proud of that. I like That's that. Great. We might have just found the uh, name for the show. If you want to this week's episode. For the latest episode and our latest Instagram post, just look for that hashtag. Yeah. We'll be real brother. We'll be real popular. Awesome. All right. Well, last week we hinted at Adam Cole um super kicking Kyle O'Reilly in the face, Finn Balor in the face. He said he had a lot to get off of his chest on on this last week's episode of NXT. What was he going to say? You just had to tune in and watch. And guess what? Your boy, Mike Bate, did. Yeah. I watched NXT in a long time. Got, did I watch it live? Not at all. But I waited till Friday and um, didn't look hard, at any spoilers. It? It's kind of hard to yeah. watch with that, like, Capitol Dome or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's such a rough show. NXT is such a rough show to watch. It used uh, to be the greatest. Like, yeah. Whatever like Johnny Gargano is doing, like with this thing called the way playing off the Mandalorian <laughs> thing, like that yep. is so lame and cheesy. Uh, God, what else pissed me off? Uh, just, I mean, I mean, there's not enough Scarlet. The only reason I would watch that show is for Scarlet Bordeaux and Karrion Cross. He had that big match uh, with Escobar, handicap match with um, basically it was a handicap match with the, his version of the Singh brothers in there. Uh, false count anywhere. Yeah. It was just so loose and out of control. I can't even remember the rest, but I digress. Yeah. Adam Cole got in the ring at the end of the show and he appeared to be very remorseful for what he did to Kyle O'Reilly, his brother in Undisputed Era, super yeah. kicking him in the face. He says he takes it all back. He didn't want to do it. Roderick Strong comes out there and says, You know what, Adam? I'm kind of pissed off at you for doing what you did. Um, I'm very disappointed. You lied to us. You betrayed us. You know, really gave him an earful. And I was like, good for Roddy. They had a moment in the ring, got down on their knee. And what does Adam Cole do? Oh! Gives them the low blow right in the middle of the ring. As we mentioned before, Roderick Strong was the linchpin that was holding Undisputed together. And whatever was any kind of union is now disintegrated after that low blow. Boys, did you get a chance to see this? And what are your reactions? Yeah, I got a chance to see a snippet of it. And I guess the best way to explain it is fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. But what is it when you fool someone for the fifth time? Like, won't we'll <laughs> Because I, I swear, I was so I was listening to a, another podcast, um, probably my favorite podcast besides this one. somebody on the podcast made some comment about this segment and they were talking about how 
WWE loves doing multiple heel turns. Like they'll do a heel turn and then they'll have the guy turn heel again and again and again. <laughs> and this seems to be like a recurring story beat now. So yeah, I saw bits and pieces of this segment. And I think actually on last week's podcast, I'd even suggested that Roderick Strong start a beef with Adam Cole. And yeah, you did get it at some point because I think Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole is, is going to play itself out pretty quickly, especially after that mishap with Kyle working a seizure and just, I don't know. I feel like they're trying to put that storyline aside, but I would love to see Roderick Strong and Adam Cole go head to head. That would be a hell of a match. I'm sure if you if you sure if you Googled on YouTube and Ring of Honor, I'm sure you could probably find that match. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. they've wrestled. Oh, before. I think they did. Yeah, big time. Yeah, but yeah. I think it. Um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good angle. Um, you know, Cole. I mean, he knew he knew he wasn't gonna turn back good. So, you know, but he did a good job selling and making it yeah. seem like almost. Yeah. yeah, almost. Yeah, you. We're old enough to know now that. You know, he wasn't going to change. But if you listen to it, too, he had little hints that you – when I went back and listened to it, you could tell, he, like, he kind of blamed them. And so he was – even when he was apologizing, he wasn't taking – he was doing a heel thing, putting it off on them as, as they messed up, and it wasn't it really wasn't him. They, they caused him to do that. So I thought that was pretty good angle. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like I said, I think the – I, I think the angle down. I mean, it's a, probably going to be a. Sl- I don't. Know, hopefully, they slow burn it. But I have a feeling O'Reilly's going to win it, and then Cole will take it from him. Maybe. Yeah. What do you? Who what do knows? You guys think? I mean, the only takeover that's coming up is for WrestleMania. So yeah. this is basically NXT's big story. If they fuck this up, their brand has literally nothing. So they better. Oh, be that's it. That's the it. only interesting. <laughs> I got fast forwarded again this to that part. They have nothing yep. else going on. They won't. They won't screw it up. I mean, NXT isn't what it used to be, but I don't think they'll, you know, they deliver when it comes, you know, takeovers, they almost never F up. Could you imagine, here's here's something I was talking to a buddy about, uh, could you imagine if you could take Undisputed Era and put them in uh, AEW as like an an invasion angle? Oh my God. Oh my God. How good would that be, man? How good? Oh, how good would that be? What faction would you put them up against? Um, I, uh, they could probably I'd put them up against Aces uh, against the inner circle, maybe. Yeah, inner circle or maybe against I'd put them up against uh, running, taking over the box, saying, yeah, "Hey, you was, know, Bucks and Kenny, or especially the Bucks at first, saying, hey, we're running the show, and then then Cole could chase after Kenny, you know." Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, I think that would be awesome, and I think while that feud's developing because you know you got to throw in filler matches to build to the pay-per-view yeah just imagine jurassic express against <laughs> undisputed era just well, like, that would be just oh, yeah. you just see Adam yeah. Cole looking at luchasaurus like what the hell is this you know even if you don't want to put the big title on uh adam cole right away you you, you feud him with darby mm-hmm. you know that'd be really good too he gives yeah. him a, a quick belt you know yeah but i mean we're just fantasy booking it's no but totally. it's, but so, so you guys bring up a good point though. So thinking ahead, so obviously there's a lot of directions they can go with undisputed era in NXT. We just named a few of them, but once these feuds blow over, I think it's safe to say we're not going to see any more undisputed era. So yeah, passes who's the next big faction in NXT and what are they doing to replace these guys in NXT era or who's going to fill those spots? I yep. mean, the closest like, thing to a faction would, well, no, actually, no, I was going to say what, um, 
if they bring Walter over and like do the whole what's that group's name? Um, Imperium. Yeah, they can do that. Imperium, something like Imperium. that. But but I feel like they've already teased that. You know, like they already showed up in NXT in the past. But right. Well, I just talk shit about the way. That's like a, a faction between it's Austin like, Theory and then uh, Candice LeRae and then that other chick. They're kind of a uh, comedy act now. As a spoiler yeah. alert, that's no undisputed era. It's like, no, it's like, no I don't know if you caught part, I caught part of the first match with that Loomis thing. Now the, the one chick that's with them has kind of got to cr- get it, getting a crush on Loomis. So she sees yeah. breaking off at some point. It's just, it's just, it's, it's total stupid WWE stuff that NXT yep. never had before. That's 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 well, kind of carrying over. That's gonna ruin the product. They lost the magic. Yep. She'll definitely do the talking in that relationship. I would think. Yeah, I mean the baby face serial killer. Is that what it's? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You mean the baby face serial killer? It's not that that you're not interested in. Is um. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a hot angle yeah it's not it's good just weird yeah speaking of, speaking of babyface serial killers not to change gears too much but still focusing on nxt dexter loomis what do you guys think yeah we were, we were just saying like uh that chick from the way wants them i think what they what they need to do is like play the dating game and uh have her ask some questions to dexter and he doesn't respond and then the other contestant is Cameron Grimes because Cameron Grimes is just blowing it up over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he it's had that Ted, Ted yeah. DiBiase uh, angle with the basketball, bringing back some old stuff, probably to yeah. get people uh, used to uh, looking back on Pe- Peacock or the WWE Network at old DiBiase angles. But um, I don't know who the third would. That was that. That just came to mind for some reason. Um, but Dexter Loomis. I like the guy's like look. The mustache is pristine. Like the guy's got a great body. The gloves I don't get. <laughs> I mean, you can't. What is he gonna do if you can't speak? There's just there. I just don't see a longevity in his game right now. I agree. And his uh, character. I think he's kind of shooting himself in the foot by playing this out longer. I mean, we saw back. Um, I can't remember the takeover when he was like drawing cartoons. I was like, yeah. oh, this is the more, are we peeling back the onion layer of Dexter Loomis and he's actually an artist? And maybe like, that would have been cool if he like drew like cartoons of people getting like annihilated or something like that or drawing what he was going to do as opponents. That might've been good, but they kind of left that. I don't know. I like him. I want to like him, but there's just not enough to you know, build upon there, in my opinion. I agree with you, Mike. I, I, I remember seeing a couple of his matches when he first broke out in NXT and thinking the guy can work. Like his matches are really good, but I think a lot of it recently, and part of the reason his matches have gotten a little hard to watch is I think he leans a little too hard into his character, which right now doesn't really have a lot of depth to it. Um, and, and to your point, we haven't really seen him talk much recently or ever for that matter. So I think, you know, sort of like you think about like Orange Cassidy and AEW, right? Kind of a similar gimmick in a way where he didn't really say anything. He didn't really do anything for a while, but that's what made the character so interesting. 
and AEW did a great job waiting just the right amount of time before you'd see yet another layer of Orange Cassidy. And that really helped develop his character over the mm-hmm. course of, I think, almost a year. And finally, you know, he's one of the top draws in AEW in terms of merchandise and just one of the things you look forward to seeing every week on Dynamite. But yeah, I mean, if Dexter Loomis wants to develop and grow as much as AEW or, excuse me, NXT thinks he is, then they need to do something different with his character for sure. Hey, Loomis, if you're listening, call in next week. Call the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have you on. Well, boys, yeah, that's a pretty good synopsis of what's happening in NXT right now. Let's get to the prediction show, something that has made Keep the Kayfabe famous. Where records count, we predict uh, what uh, the match outcomes will be for um, the pay-per-views. And we got a pretty fun card coming up here. I'll, it could get pretty interesting. I'm really interested to hear what you guys pick because of uh, the variety and diversity of the matches. It's a and, strong um, card. I think that's a hell of a pay-per-view. Yeah. And yep. I think there's, there's going to be a lot of surprises, too, when I look it over just on paper here. Because you really could go any way. Um, you know, WWE pay-per-views are pretty predictable. They're pretty... And what makes you not really want to watch them. But this one, I definitely want to tune in. Uh, so we're going to review the records here. I believe I am ahead of the best friend, Steve and Matt, by one match. Charlie is undefeated, but coming in with less matches... Um, Picked participated or picked right yep. so he's, got, he's batting a thousand undefeated but, uh, undefeated yeah but we're in a new year we're in a new year i let's just say i got the title <laughs> we'll start from scratch okay <laughs> sure <How> about that <laughs> it's hard I, well if you're if you've got the title charlie's the people's champion exactly and i'm okay with that no question we should figure out who gets to choose because I feel like to gain an advantage on your opponents, you have to see <laughs> what your opponents are going to pick and then maybe decide whether or not you want to pick against them. So the only fair way to do it mm. is to maybe um, pick a wrestler. We're going to pick a wrestler, see when that wrestler was born, the month they were born. We're going to give our best guesses and we're going to go from there and work out our own rules, okay? Do you know, do you so, know why I so, don't worry about what your guys' picks are? Because I'm better than you, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have sweet. to compete with uh, Matt Michelson sweet. because he usually picks whatever you do, so you shouldn't no, be competing don't with try the to you create be competing a rift. with your best friend. Don't try to com- to create a rift between the best friends. Yeah, you're like hey. me and Gene with the Rockers. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, got to give the people what they want. Right now they're going to show Matt and I hugging and then they're going to zoom back like guys or unzoom. I'm really sorry, but I have to interrupt us for a moment. I I just got some breaking news and it's now time for Charlie's corner. Charlie, I noticed your face. Talk to Thank you. Glad you caught the clue. Speaking of giving the people what they want, they're giving them what they really want tonight. And, uh, and a a, a three man tag team. It's, um, Retribution, which which is over. Spoiler alert, they already lost the match. The team which is way over versus the Lucha House Party. Oh my God. And Matt Riddle. Oh my God. So 
Team Evolution's gonna lose to Lucha freaking. The house party with Riddle, yeah. Wow. Why are they? Oh my god. Giving so the people, lazy. you got to give the people what they want. It's like playing roulette with booking. Wow. That is so bad. Yeah, it's just like trash. They just entered the entire roster into some uh, randomization uh, algorithm that they have back there. And they're yeah, like, exactly. Oh, hey, are- hey, here's a match. Throw this one together. Yeah. You know what it is? They got a seven-year-old helping them book. Hey, what would you like to see tonight? Oh, yeah. I see Retribution with I think, the only thing, I think the only I thing love that make, riddle. The only thing that would make Retribution better is Mojo Rawley at this point. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. This has been Charlie's Corner. Wow. Get Man. those predictions underway. Yep. Looking forward to beating everybody. All right. Yeah, so we'll get your predictions. Well, should we see who gets to uh, pick last? Yes. All right. As the champ, I'm picking one wrestler, and whoever's closest to this wrestler's month of birth gets to pick last. And then we'll go on rotation from there. All right. The wrestler is Nia Jax. July. Okay. Matt says July. December. Okay, Steve, going with the over on December. Charlie? Uh, I'll go October. Oh, $1. And Nia Jax, uh, her birth name is actually Sablina Fanin. Yeah, tell us something we don't know. I don't think that's a birth I don't think that's a birth name. <laughs> if that's your real name. <laughs> I don't think, she was born it in might be your legal name now. Charlie's she a birth She was born in Australia. She was born oh, really? in Australia. Wow, yeah. that, I, that I did not know. Oh. Didn't he? Sydney, North, New South Wales, Australia. Interesting. Fascinating. But she was born on May 29th, oh. 1984. Wow, we were so wow. Matt, you get the pleasure of picking last. Um, if that's what you choose, that would be the advantage. That would be the advantage I will take. All righty. Well, let's get into it, boys. We have Revolution happening at Daly's Place on Sunday and it's going to be a packed show. Now let's get into the predictions. Our first match of the night that we're going to uh, talk about is the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and MJF for the tag team titles. We recently saw on last week's AEW, uh, the Young Bucks dad get the shit kicked out of him by MJF and Chris Jericho. on his face and everything. Yeah, I love it. They're kind of like, bringing the Miz's dad storyline into AEW now. Like, who does it better? They should do make a meme of that. Of... <laughs> yeah, my, my wife was teasing me because she was in the room when I was watching it. And, like, the minute that his parents showed up, I'm like, his you dad's getting happened. beat up. His dad's yeah, getting of course. beat up. I was just... Yep. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason why you should be hugging your dad at ringside and he no. doesn't get his ass kicked. It's the kiss of death. It's like having a wedding in wrestling. You know, it's because someone's going in the cake. <laughs> exactly. Good call, Steve. All right. Well, I'll lead off. I think this one's an easy one. The Young Bucks are going to beat um, Chris Jericho and MJF. I mean, the family bloodline and the respect of the family is on the line. They're going to come out swinging Young Bucks all the way. Charlie. Yep, Bucks. Yeah. I don't see how how they how they drop it yet. 
there's a bigger, there's got to be a bigger feud down the line for him, but I just don't see him dropping it right now. Yep. I am going to go with the inner circle. Because I think they're going to have the Bucks intertwined with the uh, Good Brothers and all that, and you don't need the belts for that. So um, I think that the Young Bucks, I think to further this whole inner circle storyline, they're going to win so that there can be an implosion down the road. Bold statement made by Steve Grobschmidt. Keeping it regal up in Glendale. That could be good. That could be, that could happen. This is a game changer. This is why I'm a visionary. <laughs> All right, but, Matt. But, but for my booking, I see the Bucks. I see the Bucks holding, and they're and they uh, feud with the uh, the Good Brothers down the line. But go ahead, Matt. No, I was. Uh, this is all really good. I was about to actually make a comment though on how I know Steve and I are both bow, but down the best friends because <laughs> both have the same idea. Pretty good in terms of booking. Um, I was actually thinking the same thing. I am going to go with the inner circle winning. This, one. See, this is why oh the best God. friends. Yeah. Right. Oh and and I'm thinking that because, well, all the reasons Steve just mentioned, I kind of agree with. I think there's more to be seen um, with the Good Brothers holding the Impact Tag Team titles. You got enough gold floating around with the Bullet Club right now. Um, I think with the belts being part of the inner circle, that's going to create more dissension between Chris Jericho and MJF and Santana and Ortiz specifically, it gives every, all of them something to fight over, further breaking up the inner circle. Um, I mean, I know Sammy, Sammy Guevara is on the outs right now, but I think there needs to be a little something extra just to really help drive a wedge between that group. So all things being said, MJF, Chris Jericho win this one. Clean? Do you guys think they're going to win it clean? There's obviously going to well, be some cheating. I don't think there's going to be no nothing clean about that match. It doesn't matter yeah, as long as they win. Definitely not clean. We're not I mean, counting how they win. Yeah, I can't see Chris Jericho and MJF beating the Young Bucks clean. That No. Um, but wow. I'd be okay with it if there were shenanigans, which I'm guessing there <laughs> has to be regardless. There has to be shenanigans. Bold Sorry. statements by the best friends, and I like where it's going. Let's move on to our second match uh, between Team Taz, uh, Ricky Starks, and Brian Cage versus Sting and Darby Allen in a backlot brawl. This is nice. what dreams are made of, boys. Sure. I is. let off last time. And uh, Steve, why don't you lead us off this I'd time? be happy to. I think Sting and Darby Allen have to win this one. I think um, the Darby story. You know, he's just on the rise, on the rise. I think even though his belt obviously isn't on the line, I think he plus the combination of they're not going to have Sting lose his first match. Um, I think they're going to pull this one out. I don't know how. I mean, I think it's going to I think it's going to be more cinematic than not because they're mm-hmm. going to have to really protect Sting. I think, mm-hmm. you know, he's, his bumps are going to be limited at best, but I think uh, the good guys come out on top. Okay. Charlie? Ditto. Sting and Darby, they're going to win. Yeah, he said they, they got to come in and and um and um and, and put the inner circle down. I see that. See it going that way. I tell Chance. you, Luke, I kind of I kind of marked out a little bit when I saw Darby and those guys come in and clean house. Him and Sting, I was kind of like, yeah. that was great. Honestly, yeah. that segment was hey, great because because cool. it's like was, you know, I actually that's thought really cool. I thought for a second, <laughs> like just like you know, mind games that he was that Sting was bringing out Darby in the in the um 
bodybuilder. So did I. Yeah, yeah. So and, then, I. and then he pulls Hook out. It was like that is so freaking badass for for faces to do that. Yeah. Like, Taz is like a million bucks on the mic. And yeah, but they, yeah, I, they kind of beat him up. I was like, oh, that's am I twelve? I'm kind of I kind of marked out on that. That bit. whole feud is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice boys. Ah oh, man, as much as I love Team Taz. They are like my favorite faction in AEW right now. I really love Taz. I mean, yeah, when you when what you said, Charlie, like I kind of marked out too when I saw Bobber, I mean Hook in uh the body bag when he got brought out. I mean, is this what Hook is around for for these? I don't like know that? yet, but if he is, great. But um oh man, I kind of want to offset the pick. But I don't know how I I don't know how Sting does not after months and months of buildup. So I gotta go Sting and uh, Darby. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Sting and Darby are gonna win this. I I just think of all the matches in WWE that Sting was in, and he lost what every one of them. He was in, if I remember right, he was in three matches, and he won. One of them was with him and uh, Cena teamed up, and they won. But then he had his two singles matches and he lost both of them. Yep. In part because Seth Rollins buckle bombed him into near paralysis. But right. Yep. And tri- and Triple H had to get over on him. Oh fuck. <laughs> that, yeah, which totally helped Triple H's career. Oh, he needed to. He, that's yeah. where that's gonna help us. That's that solidifies his um his uh Hall of Fame on nomination right there. Well, oh, actually, I just learned a little juicy tidbit that I didn't know anything about. Actually, Triple H was supposed to win the King of the Ring uh, the yep. year that Austin won. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. I never yep. knew that. Yep. So, Austin, Austin ripping that promo, solidifying him in, uh, you know, wrestling lore and Hall of Fame for eternity. Um, Austin 316, all that stuff. If, if yep. Triple H wasn't in the doghouse, that might that that have never happened. That was the, that was the curtain call. Yeah, oh. curtain call. Yep, that was their I whole curtain call. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, yep. yeah know somebody that. Had, somebody had to pay yeah. it. It was the young guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, despite all that, I think if even if Austin hadn't been the king of the ring that year, I think he still would have been the guy in time. Like I don't yeah, think over time, yeah, over time he would have. Yeah, for sure. Because totally. he was hot. People, the crowd was him. He was hot. Yeah, I think H one ringmaster. Yeah. But anyway, um, to tie off the thoughts on Team Taz versus Sting and Darby Allen, yeah, Sting, Darby Allen for sure. I do think Team Taz needs to get a little bit of a shine after this, though. Um, yeah, they got to beat somebody. They've been talking a lot of talk and not really backing it up. So I think that moment needs to come sooner than later. I think Brian Cage needs to be the guy to like either win some sort of like the TNT title maybe or just have some sort of a – position within the company that where he's recognized for being a good worker because if you watch any of his matches outside AEW the guy's incredible um yeah. and physically he's just like in like awe inspiring to look at so i think he needs something i've heard a lot of talk about ricky starks and he's, he's hot on the mic but man it just he doesn't get enough tv time for how good everyone says he is so i think between those two things team taz needs a little more attention mm-hmm I hear that when they come to uh, Panther Arena on the reschedule, if if uh, Team Taz merch is on the stand, <laughs> your boy, your boy's buying it. I, I don't I, give a I, fuck. I don't oh. doubt it. 
I love that team. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let's move along to um, Sheeta versus the AEW Women's Eliminator Tournament winner. Um, those matches aren't all the way through, but how it's looking is possibly Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa no. versus... Uh, wait, did it, Britt Thunder Baker? Rosa win? Are, are we going to get spoilers out of the way here? Yeah, might yeah, as well. we should. Britt Baker's out. She lost to Nyla Rose. Yeah. Oh, Nyla yeah, Rose wrestled T- Thunder Rosa this evening. Who won that one? Nyla Rose. No wow. fucking so way. Nyla Rose, Nyla, I know that's a shocker all around. Nyla Rose was uh, is in the finals now against whoever wins the Japanese bracket. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was watching hockey before I jumped on here, and um, I, I meant to look that up, and I could have swore probably Britt Baker was going to win that. No, yeah. Britt Baker lost last week, actually. Oh, or yeah, that, I mean actually, uh, Thunder Rosa. No, but actually, I mean not to get distracted from our picks, but I just want to make a quick note that Britt Baker Nyla Rose was far better than I ever imagined it would be huh. last week. That was a great match. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, I'm genuinely surprised that Nyla Rose went over on Thunder Rosa just because oh I, I, in my mind, Thunder Rosa was going to be the next AEW Women's Champion. Now. That being yeah, said, I do think it makes sense to get a heel in the in the title position because Hikaru Shida has been sort of the babyface women's champion for a long time now. So if they get someone like Nyla Rose or whoever it might be back in that position, it gives Thunder Rosa someone to overcome and it would make her title win that much more significant. Wow, and, I, and I, I'll, I'll admit I don't even know right now who's left in the the, the Japanese side. Would they possibly have that person win yeah. the fight, win the tournament, and take on Sheeta? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> I have a hard time pronouncing her name. I did see that she was in the finals, and it doesn't come to me right off the top of my head. So, assuming that Nyla Rose beats that uh, that lady in the finals. That would mean Nyla Rose versus Sheeta. Who would you pick there? We've already seen this match, haven't we? We have. We've seen it, I think, a few times. Right. Which is astounding to me that Thunder Rosa fell to Nyla Rose. Yeah. Man, that's disappointing. It's certainly unpredictable. Like honestly, that's good, that's, felt- that's, that's good book. You don't get they don't give it all to you now. It makes you want it more that's- down the line. Because I truly yeah. felt the whole AEW side of the tournament was setting up mm-hmm. um, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa one more time, but they totally did not even go close to that. So, yeah, kudos for the unpredictability, but I don't we'll have to wait till all out for that one, probably, or maybe double or nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's give our picks uh, regardless. Um, shit. <laughs> I'll I'll throw it out there because I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna like because we don't even know who she's facing. I'm just gonna say yeah. right now I think Sheeta'll retain. Right. Okay. Um, I, I don't say, have much more to say. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Nyla. As much as I hate this person, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nyla. I I I hate her style. So if she loses uh, I will be happy that Sheeta retains the title. If she wins, I'll be happy that I get the point. That's my logic. Charlie? I'm trying to think where they're I'm trying to think where they're going with this. Um 
Um, I'm going to go with, I think, Nyla also because I think they're ready to get that belt off Nyla or get that Sheeta. belt off Sheeta. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think they're ready to move on from her because she hasn't been on that much. And I also think, if you remember, Sheeta beat, didn't Sheeta beat Nyla at the last pay per view? Right. Uh, not the last one, but at some a couple pay-per-views, I think. Yeah, so I yeah. think that was the one where Vicky got pissed at her. So I think they're going to put her finally put her over this time, I think. Because I'm, like, really shocked with her running through that tournament like that. So they're they're setting yeah, her yeah. up again. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go with Nyla. Okay. Yeah, and I got to say – Oh, sorry. I'm I was sorry. just going to throw go in one see. more thing because I didn't really give any comments here. Um on the sole fact of that match with Britt Baker and that like my, my only knock on Nyla Rose is I don't think her matches are always all that great. No, no, I I give her props though, because that, that, that not that Britt match was so good that yeah, I'll call it where, I mean, I think she's shown potential again. Okay. Remember we do get a mulligan and you're welcome to cash it in anytime. (laughs) We keep it honest here. I keep the case. Thanks Mike. Thanks, Thanks. That's big of you. No problem. Matt, what do you got? Uh, I, I think we're all in the same boat. I'm thinking Nyla Rose is going to end up winning this. I don't see any other way about it. It would be, don't yeah. get me wrong, it would be interesting to see a Japanese versus Japanese women's title match at some point. Because I, I do think AEW is all about that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have this completely Japanese side of the women's bracket. Right. So it would be interesting to see more of the Japanese strong style in the women's division, especially in like a title setting. Um, I just don't know that there's enough fans that are familiar with it at this point yet to mm-hmm. take that. So I don't know. I, I For the sake of really not knowing any better, I'm going to go with Nyla Rose. Um, and unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut you short there, Mike, because I, we have a very important uh, breaking news segment right now. Uh, at least that's what I'm being told. So we're going to cut over. It's now time for Charlie's Corner. Charlie, All right. What's we going got, on? We got a new update. I don't know what happened. That somehow Miz must have got, his, got himself counted out in the earlier title match. So now they're doing it again. Him and Lashley one more time. So I'm sure in seven minutes we'll have another update. <laughs> possible. <laughs> that's interesting. Like, are they honestly going to like, like, Okay, so Miz weaseled out of the last one, but they're making it happen again. Are they going to have yeah. it a second time, or are they going to actually give it the last one? Oh, my God. They're I guess it's the second time. And they did the classic WWE move. What update on that? That was just disgusting, too. They did the classic WWE move where they had the three-man. That match didn't finish somehow, but uh, Ali was getting into it with Riddle, so then they wrestled. One on one, right, right before commercial break, they set it up. It's just the clap. So and, Riddle, and Riddle beat him, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just so stupid. Yeah. Oh, now hold on. We have another update. I think Shane McMahon showed up, and he's bringing out. Oh, this is stupid. Oh, they're bringing out the um, lumberjack, so Miz can't weasel his way out of the match. Boy, this is. That's just great. This is. Classic. This is. This is riveting stuff to get you ready for Mania, dude. They're probably oh, celebrating. Uh, get you negative... ready for Fastlane. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably celebrating a lot of negative COVID tests. Be like, hey, you guys haven't had a lot of airtime lately. Go out there for a little lumberjack protection. 
This has been Charlie's Corner. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Perfect. So, so I'm the so this is the one that I'm gonna gain ground on you guys because Sheeta's gonna defend defend the title. All so. right. Honestly, I was I was gonna try to be bold and and take the the person that I can't even pronounce their name just to be different and maybe get a wild card. But for the reasons that you stated, I just don't know how many um, viewers that would benefit. Honestly, I think fast the, tracking her, man. The, more I, the more I think about it and kind of what Matt alluded to, I now I'm convinced that they're going to have the Japanese representation win the tournament just so they could put on a nice showcase of a match with Cheetah. Um, yeah. So I mean, um, my bonus pick is I think Nyla loses the tournament. There you go. All right. Well, how about this? I'm taking my mulligan, and I'm going with the Japanese champ, the person that I have no idea who it is. Wait, you're saying she's going to win the title? Right. Wow. I'm taking it. I don't even know her name. But so you, uh, that's where I'm going. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well. <laughs> I cashed in my mulligan. It looks like, yeah, I'm gonna, it looks like you're going to be in last place. That's, yeah, that's... <laughs> Hey man, sometimes uh, the heroes have to fall to build back up to glory to our next prediction show. All right, let's move along to um, Adam Cole versus Matt Hardy. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Wait a second, what's going on? Adam Cage. What? He's AEW now? He's all elite? He's all elite? Breaking news. <laughs> okay, I might need two mulligans for just uh, segues and stuff. Here, I'm taking a mulligan right now. No. Okay, we're leaving it in. Fine. Yeah. Adam Page <laughs> versus Matt Hardy for the big money match where they have to sacrifice uh, a year's worth of salary. Yes. Is that the stipulation? We have no idea. There's no reason to think it's not really going to be their salary on the line either. Of course. I'm thinking Adam Page is going to win this. That's my pick. Yeah, okay. I won't even wait to go. Hangman Adam Hangman. Page. Hangman. Yeah. Hangman. Hangman. Oh. Complete this is probably. This is probably the match that is probably the least interesting on the card out of all of them. Just because, I don't know, I'm just not feeling Matt Hardy lately in AEW. I don't know what's wrong with me with that, but... No, I, I think it's not... It's, he hasn't stuck the landing. I think he, has, he was on such a high streak with the um, broken Matt back in the day. And then right. WWE blew that. And then he came over, and I think... I don't know if it's COVID or what, but I just feel like he didn't make the impact that we thought he would. And he's not doing a bad job. He's kind of filling a role as a veteran, but I think he could have been more. Oh, oh and it, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just getting worried. It looks like we have a quick update. It's now time for Charlie's Court. Charlie, we're having a lot of updates tonight. Talk to us. What's the latest? Uh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. And one, and one day after Black History Month, we have a new Black WWE champion. Bobby Lashley has won the title. Oh, oh my gosh. Hey <laughs> so we'll see where they go. We'll see where they What we'll happened? They, uh he 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 pretty much just beat him. You know, he put him in that 
that movie puts in. Uh, what is that? Full Nelson. Full Nelson. Yeah, he submitted, and now he's putting wow. him in. Yeah, he won the title. Now he's putting him in it again. So he's trying to be a heel. They're going to wow. try to make him a heel. So I'm sure he'll do the job to Drew in about 60 days. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah. It's funny you bring up Black History Month, too. I mean, one day after, like in March, yep. like Vince McMahon, like, oh, just put it on him. You know, put we couldn't it on have him in March. Yeah, yeah. We well, don't want to make it obvious. And let's remember Bobby Lashley's big WrestleMania moment when he was Donald Trump's representative yeah. versus Vince McMahon, whose oh, representative yeah. was Umaga in that big hair versus wow. hair match. Or God. or as um, Trump called him in one of the promos, Bobby Leslie. <laughs> True story. Huge match. Huge. <laughs> Huge. Well, it was the greatest WrestleMania match ever. Now that he's been crowned champ, right in time for Black History Month. Uh, yeah, like Charlie said, maybe in 60 days, not even that. What We we got WrestleMania coming up in, what, 30 days? Something like that? Yeah, Charlie, something like that. Charlie yeah. once said he'll be looking up at the lights. Yeah. He'll be looking up at the lights, yeah. So, Drew, so you know I where hope, they're I, I hope it was all worth it for Miz to take the uh, money in the bank from Otis and then lose it, and then get it back, and then win the title. Also, you can lose it a week later, a week and a half later. Trans- I, hope, I, hope that, I hope that storyline was worth it. Transitional champion, uh, a real one. Less than, what, two weeks? Maybe two weeks? Mm-hmm. And would it not have freaking been a, like a, you know, a good Rocky Balboa story to have like Les Lashley just like out now destroy McIntyre himself, win the yep. title, and then you have McIntyre claw back. No, you got to throw the stupid Miz thing in there. Yeah, just, just the whole thing is lousy. Uh, this such is good, Charles. Charles. Yep. It's such good shit. <laughs> That's what we all wow. think about it, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie's well, corner. You know- that is not the show. The show. Oh yeah, exactly. Something that's going to be good shit is this six-man ladder match at Revolution. Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta, Lance Archer, 10, and another wrestler that will be determined. So I think it was it last year where we saw Brian Cage come out on a ladder match. I mean, maybe are they going to reveal somebody brand new that we're thinking? I don't know. Big Show? I mean, uh, I mean, Paul White. Paul White. <laughs> God, that would be great. Just like five guys out there, and then all of a sudden you just hear, well. No, I think it's Paul White. White. <laughs> exactly. They it's a big Paul White tonight. <laughs> they should do it. That would be so great. <laughs> it's like the exact same music and clearly dubbed over. Yeah. Paul White. It's like Tony Khan would... just saying Paul White. Um, <laughs> no, I think I, I think it's actually going to be Ray Phoenix in that other spot. We saw the match, I think, last week on Dynamite between Lance Archer and Ray Phoenix to get in on this ladder match. Yeah, which is a Tony Khan recently did an interview with Brian Alvarez, and multiple times throughout the interview, he acknowledged that Ray Phoenix, in his mind, is one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. And I didn't I realize this. I think I was listening to the What Culture podcast, but they talked a lot about how Ray Phoenix has main evented. I love Ray Phoenix. I want to say like yep. four of the last five or six Dynamites or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, probably. He's delivered. 
he's clearly a main event guy. He that delivers so every time and he's not in any other match right now for revolution. So what better match to put him in than a ladder match too. And especially with Penta also in the match, there could be yeah. a lot of cool moments from that. I love it. Yeah, Good man. stuff, yeah. Matt. Good Charlie, digging. Charlie and, and Steve re- get to, uh, to hear their favorite entrance music as well. Twice. Interesting proposition for you all. If Ray Phoenix is the sixth man and he wins the ladder match, you get a bonus point if you pick him okay. to sweeten the deal. I'm going to okay. go with that. I'll take that offer. I need to get, get ahead here and gain on Charlie a little bit. Keith, Phoenix, is, is Phoenix, right. Phoenix isn't in the match right now? He is not. No, but there's an open spot. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, Charlie, you're taking that? No, no, no. I'm a, I, You want mine? Yeah. I'll go... Yeah. I'm gonna. If I, uh, that Ray Phoenix sounds really good if they put him back in, but I'm gonna go with Scorpio Sky reboot because he just oh. came. Back, he just came back from injury, so that's. I think we asked a few weeks ago where he's been, but that just I just saw yesterday that he had torn torn meniscus or something, but he's been out for a while, and he's. And I think that's maybe this is his uh, reboot to get him get him going again. Oh, good call. Because the stipulation is uh, they get a chance at, is it the TNA. main title? TNA title. Yeah. Oh, interesting. TNA, okay. Sorry, TNT title. Yeah. TNA. The TV like title. Another TV crossover. Title. Yes. Um, I think I have to make my pick here, and I am going to go with the Murder Hawk monster. Oh, that's a good pick too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good one. Very good. Because I think yeah, there's that... a slight chance he's listening, and I just want him to know that I'm the one out of the four of us that picked him, so he won't murder me. Yeah, because oh. he will beat your ass if he. No, he uh... won't. He'll beat your asses because I picked <laughs> him. Regardless exactly. of who picks him or doesn't pick him, Steve, everybody dies. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know, Jake the Snake. It's like you know he's taking a couple bumps <laughs> and that, but he does. Like I get nervous when he's there because he's like having troubles walking and shit, and it's like, well, like. Yeah. I don't like seeing him get even near action because I'm like, he does not look well. Oh God. If he, if he just like taps his shin on those steel stairs, I'm worried that he's going to bleed out or something like that. Yeah, Cause he took a bump a couple weeks ago and I was like, yeah, he looks really like, I think he was just acting, but he did not look and he's just, he looks like he has troubles walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think he just got out of surgery from something so. a couple yeah. weeks ago. And, you know, obviously Paige still, uh, Diamond Dallas Paige keeps in touch with him, but I know he's not working out. Uh, yeah, and I you worry know about what? Jake too. I, you know, Mike and I are close personal friends because, you know, raise your hand if you did DDP yoga with DDP. That would be the two of us. Hello. Oh, only, only you two. Self high five. <laughs> Love it. I am going to, okay, so Charlie, same logic, man. I didn't know Scorpio Sky was off camera because of what you mentioned, but I like Scorpio Sky out of all of this because this guy has not gotten enough love for as much as they boast and brag about how great of an athlete he is he needs something and they haven't given him anything. And this is it. If they can, I mean, fuck. I mean, the smart move would be to go with Cody. Uh, 
but then it wouldn't be because he's kind of more of a mid car guy yeah. right now. Yeah. But um, I'm going Sky. I'm going Scorpio Sky as well. I'm going to cheer for him. I need something to cheer about here. Let's move along to uh, the main event, which will be headlining Revolution. Of the evening. From North Carolina, <laughs> Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in the right. exploding barbed wire match. Oof, man! Given the know. promo that John Moxley gave, it sound on last week's AEW Dynamite. It sounded like he was going to go away for a while, and it, you know his wife Renee is pregnant, so it sounds like they're you know, going to be expecting the baby soon. And they, this could be his last big bang, literally, uh, before he goes off screen for a little while and takes a little daddy paternity leave. So I'm going to be choosing Kenny Omega in this. Yeah, I, I'm on, I'm in the same boat as you, Mike, for all the same reasons. I mean, it was kind of a swerve. Um, for those of you who watch New Japan Pro Wrestling and know that John Moxley is the IWGP United States champion, you may have also seen that John Moxley retained that title against Kenta this past weekend, um, mm-hmm. which was a really big surprise given yeah. the fact that he's going to be a dad soon and he's got this huge match coming up in AEW. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think New Japan spaces out their matches a little bit more. So I, I think John Moxley can get away with a surprise win here and there. But in, in AEW, I don't know that that's going to be the case. I don't know that he's going to want to spend the time as champion on TV every week when he's got a young child at home. So yeah, for all the same reasons, I think Kenny Omega wins this one. I'm going to agree. I'm going to, I think Kenny Omega, Omega. it's way too early. He's not going to have the title yet. They got a lot more story to tell with the bullet club. Yeah. He's a belt collector and he's still got, he's, this is, like I said, this is the year 2021. It'll be the the year of Kenny collecting belts. He won't lose this thing until. And we need more money. And we need more months of the uh, sweepers that uh, yeah that Mike marvels at their uh, choreography. Yep. You know what? <laughs> I thought his I thought his promo was pretty funny this yeah. week when they're banging and building oh, it yeah, out. Yeah. That, was, that was one of the better ones. Yeah, it was pretty good. For sure. Well, plus uh, John Moxley was named um, you know wrestler of the year according to Pro Wrestling Insider. PWI. Yeah. So, I mean, Kenny is likely going to be getting it this year. So there's no reason why, you know, John Moxley would interfere with that title that he's probably has coming. So, yeah, it's going to be a big year for Kenny. And I don't think John Moxley is going to slow him down in this match. But it's going to, I mean, there's going to be some punishment here. 1,000% sure on that. Punishment Hernandez is going to be watching from home. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Yeah. They're all the same. All right. Hey, this this next match is probably gonna be the game changer between the participants here on Keep the K Fabe. This match could go any way. Miro and Kip Sabium versus Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Oh my god. Who is gonna take this one? I have a feeling we're gonna get swerved. I could not give a shit about this exactly match. and yeah. these are the hardest matches to pick though because that's true you don't give a shit they're like there's no su- there's no logical sense about them to begin with but in keep the cave 
kayfabe fashion, these matches count. Well, and you know, what's interesting about this is I think to your point, like you got Miro on the one hand, who doesn't seem likely is going to be losing anytime soon. You have Orange Cassidy on the other side, who's probably not going to lose anytime soon. But then you got Chuck and uh, Sabian, who easily could take the fall for their team. So yeah, yes. honestly, I think this is yeah, I, this is a wild card. I'm gonna just throw it out here, and like I'll, I'll take, I'll bite the bullet. I think uh, Miro and Miro and Kip Sabian are gonna take the victory, and I think Miro is gonna beat uh, um, Chuck, like pin Chuck. So okay, yeah, I think the heels got are gonna win this one to keep things. Keep some momentum on Miro. Should we should we throw in the bonus prize element of it? Uh, Getting to see Penelope Ford. No, uh, oh. like that is the bonus. Miro pinning yeah. Chuck. Like you get you gain a point. Do I get an extra point because I picked? Well, I don't know if that's fair to the the rest of you miscreants, but um, <laughs> if you want to play it in this match, if it's worth playing, I don't know. I'll, I'll play that card. Here. I think, yeah, Miro pinning uh, Chuck. I'm, I'll put that down for a bonus. Yeah. All right. Let's let's good... do it just for fun. I think that's good. I, I think Miro needs to get the pin in this match. After the work and the hype that's been put into his character and just how flat it's felt, uh, he he needs to get over in this match somehow. I right. think so. I think you... to that point. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Matt, was that your pick? Or were you just? No, that's my that's my pick. I think Miro gets the pin. Who is he pinning? I'm gonna go with. Is that Chuck Taylor side bet still on the table? Right. Yes. Then I'll I'll go with that. That makes the most. Well, sense you can too. you can choose orange and Ooh. gain a bonus point. At, yeah. <laughs> no, I can't see Chuck on your best I friend. See, I can't see orange. orange Cassidy taking the pin. I think Chuck Taylor can stand to get pinned. All right, best friends stay together. Charlie, um, boys, boys, boys! Have you ever watched wrestling? You guys are two. I got three marks here with me. Here's how it's. Here's how it's gonna go down. Orange is getting the pin over Sabian. Easy money. Miro turns on Sabian, finally breaks off and does his thing because they he, they got to get him out of away from Kip. So that's my that's my that's my pick that. That is nope, nope. great logic. Yeah. Yep. They're gonna Miro's gonna get over. He'll probably look great. He'll get over with his moves and shit. But I think Orange and Orange's Chuck are gonna win. And he's gonna turn on Kippen and finally get rid of that stupid best man wedding gimmick. And then he can maybe start his run going. But I, I just I don't see them doing uh making Chuck and that Chuck and uh Orange lose this time around. But I'm I'm going with that. It's such damn good logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Pretty I, legit. You know what? That's my. This is why Charlie's undefeated. <laughs> Not if I can match him because I haven't picked yet. Yeah. So well, he's still be undefeated, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I'm actually gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Orange and Chuck and Orange. Pinning Kip. Yeah, that's the only way it can go down. Yeah, that's the only way you can see it. 
This is yeah, imitation. Why that spoiler away? Yeah, <laughs> imitation's the sweetest form of flattery, isn't it, Charlie? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> now, okay. That what happens post match. Call that too. But that's why. I mean, that's. The, I mean, you guys it are right. Perfect sense. It's either yeah, it, it could go that way, or it could go also that, like you said, Miro pens Chuck, and but he's got a. Something's gonna happen. He's got to get away from Kip sooner or later. So and they got to, because staying with him is stupid. He's got to start I, making a singles run. And I think AEW is smart enough that they course correct faster. So yeah, oh yeah, I do think they got to put an end to this Kip mirror. Yeah, because 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 when you think about it, the wedding's over. He was yeah. the best man. He had his he had his bachelor party. Now what do we do? We keep this stupid thing going now. Come on, yep, they think yeah. they're going to cut. I think they know when to cut bait and how to get out of it pretty easy. I, I'll yeah. stick with my pick, but I totally think you guys are right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the boys, timing is boys, perfect. Boys. You yeah, think the you, you got your w, get your WWE logic on you? Gotta you gotta get out of that mindset. Yeah, very true. Thanks for uh, thanks for being the voice of reason for us here, Charlie. But this <laughs> next match could go anyway. And I had my mind made up on this next match when I got to see the list of um, contestants. It is the Casino Royale Tag Team uh, match. How many guys are in this? One, two, three, four, five, eight tag teams. Tag teams? Yes. So we have to pick the correct tag team. The odds are not in our favor unless you know you're wrestling. So let's run through the teams real quick. Yeah, we got we got Bear Country, Bear Boulder, and Bear Bronson. I have no fucking clue who these guys are. Even, even on dark, they're, they're on dark. I they're pretty big dudes. Yeah, they got a lot of potential. Big guys. Okay, good yeah. to know. We got uh, contestants from the Dark Order: John Silver and Alex Reynolds. We have contestants from the Dark Order again: Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. We have from the Inner Circle: Santana and Ortiz. And then we have from Eddie Kingston's camp, the butcher and the blade. We have private party and we have top flight. And then we have another team that is yet to be determined. Boys, there is a stacked lineup in this casino Royale tag team match. Who is going to take it? So the other one quick. So those, um, what guy wraps that tag team's not in it. The acclaim. Not the, the, the acclaim. acclaim wasn't listed. Are they? Okay. I don't know. I just, I just I was just asking. Yeah, I just want to double check. Yeah. I looked I looked it up before the show um the current card status. I'm guessing maybe they'll enter somebody tomorrow. Wednesday. I would assume on Wednesday they'll be a, like so, unless so, and, and the winner of this match gets a title shot. Right, at the tag team titles. Okay. Cool. So um just looking at, I, I have the list in front of me right now. The question I have on my mind is, does the inner circle, meaning Santana and Ortiz, get more out of winning or losing? Because my money's on Santana and Ortiz, because think about it. If we see Chris Jericho and MJF win the tag titles from the Young Bucks, and then Santana and Ortiz slide into that number one contender that's, spot, that's a good yeah. There's the booking right there yep, that creates that dissension within the inner circle. Now yeah. that could be interesting. If they lose, do Jericho and MJF 
heckle them about it and it leads to some infighting which leads up to a match between them or do we see some members of the dark order win now the only reason i mentioned the dark order is they've really been on a roll lately just ever since kind of becoming faces in essence and john silver and alex reynolds especially have really been shining so it'd be really interesting to see them get a title opportunity at the same time I don't know if that really would help their characters at all. And I don't know that it would advance the storyline of whatever happens with the tag titles. So for this one, I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz. Well said, Matt. Well said. Anybody else want to step up to the plate? I, I'm, I'll i throw mine out because even before Matt said that, my, my pick all along since I saw the first lineup a couple days ago was Santana and Ortiz. I think it just opens up a lot of avenues. They have been clawing, clawing, but never quite reaching, and this is this is a well-deserved moment for them. Um, yeah, I'm going Santana and Ortiz. All right. I want to prove to the boys that I don't copy your picks. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going with a... I'm going with a bold move, and I'm going to be taking Alex Reynolds and John Silver from the Dark Order. Like you said, Matt, they have been shining. I don't think – I mean, this is such a gimmicky match to begin with, and I don't think it'll run that deep. It's probably going to open the show. This is probably what they use as the buy-in, as they call it. Might be. Uh, Curtain jerker. Exactly to uh, you know stroke everybody off to like buy the pay per view right um, before the fluffer match as you may want to call it, <laughs> and I think these boys are the perfect fluffers. Um, you know John Silver has been like you know really winning me over. Alex Reynolds same thing. Evil Uno and um, Stu Grayson I think will assist them on getting them over because I think these younger guys. These are some, they're one of the tag teams of the future. So I'm going Silver and Reynolds. Which leaves Charlie. Man, that's a, that's a, that's a really good pick. It's a really solid pick, but I'm going to go out on a gambit here. Um, I, I would, I would steal that one. Cause that's a really good one when you think about it. Cause they're due for something, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go on a, I'm going to go on a, on a, that's because they need to be those guys should if they're going to give them a go they should go now but i'm going to go with somebody new because they need okay. to get some new tag teams over give them okay. a give them a very special match i think we've seen it before though i'm going with top flight yeah that's a nice pick that, i could hear you saying that that's I go very good help get help to get the new guys over have them win a big match even though they'll lose to the box but Give them a big match, a good, a good showing, and then give them another, give them a tight, give them a title shot. Because like I said, I think they lost to the Bucks on a regular match, but maybe now give them a title shot to try to establish some new up, up and coming teams. Yeah. How's this for the my bonus pick of who's the surprise final team? Okay. Enzo and Cass. Oh. oh. They, were, they were shown at some show last. Dude, were, Cass, Cass is ripped. Yeah, they were at TNA recently, weren't they? I think last week there's a pic- picture of them out there. So yeah. So, wow. so it turns Ooh, out that's a good call. Way to take a chance on that. The Good Brothers have their own promotion called Lariat Pro Wrestling, and they had Enzo and Cass on the card for a show this past Saturday. So yep. that tells you right there there's a relationship hmm. between the Good yeah. Brothers. That's and why I'm saying it. 
yeah. which opens the door yeah. to AEW. Yep. Yep. Well, and if that's the case, then maybe I would pick them over well, who I pick because you already made your pick, bro. I know. Damn. I already used my mulligan too. Yeah. I really like that. So, Damn! I hope they I come out. That'd be that'd be awesome. If I they think come that out. would that if they if okay if if we get through dynamite on Wednesday where that spot is still an unknown. I told mm-hmm. I, I think that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yep, wow. that'd be hot. That would be hot, man. Yeah, you. I think you might be right, man, because I'm looking at some of the sports shows and they're talking about him. So Cass, Cass has got his head on straight. He looked ripped yep. this weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be it'd be a cool story. Enzo cut an amazing promo on his Instagram account, by the way, too. Yeah. Did he? Oh, shit, I gotta watch. I gotta, well, I gotta find it then. And think about a no-brainer booking. Eddie Kingston, Stable versus Enzo and Cass, too. Those oh, two fun. cutting pronos back. Uh, did I say pornos? Promos. <laughs> back and forth. That would be must-see TV. Oh, minus the pornos. Dude, yeah. It'd be fun. Awesome, boys. Well, we are just going to have to wait and see on this week's AEW Dynamite to see if any of those uh, to-be-determined spots will be filled. Uh, This was an awesome show, boys. I love the prediction shows. We got the uh, picks entered, and now they are locked in, and we just have to wait until Sunday for AEW Revolution to go down at Daly's place. I'm really excited for it. I guess I'll say now your Enzo might be right because I'm looking at his uh, Instagram and he's got a picture with uh, five days ago of Big Show getting ready to throw him out of the ring. Huh? Huh? Mm. Huh? This is why I'm a genius. Yeah, this that's a good I'm, one, bro. This is why I'm smarter than all our listeners combined. Yeah, it might be. And real Kevin Nash liked it. <laughs> oh, so maybe the outsiders will be the surprise team. Yeah. Hall and well, Nash. Well, the greatest booker of all time, Kevin Nash, uh liked it. That that says something. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest booker. And sorry, one last breaking news before we close the show. Now available on the AEW shop, you can get the varsity blonde shirt. So Ooh, I like that. It. I like that name. Go buy it. Dude, that actually would be a hot t-shirt for the summer. Cut the sleeves off that. Yeah. I'm all about it. Get some of those pit viper glasses going. Big time. Well, make sure you follow us on Spotify at Keep the Kayfabe and follow us on Instagram at Keep the Kayfabe as well. Boys, it was a pleasure hanging out with you as usual. Can't wait for Revolution this week. Have a great evening and, you know, stay strong, stay safe. Stay hungry. <laughs> Shout out to Greg Valentine. Yep. Shout out to Bobby Lashley, Black History Month, one day late. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Bobby Leslie. Bruce. <laughs> Love it. I'm not your